In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Rest in peace, PWL. Kylie. We're gonna do it, let's get to it. We are looking at the very last album that Kylie ever released with PWL. Coincidentally, ironically, whatever you want to call it, one of the team wasn't there anyway, so it was only made with Mike Stock and Pete Waterman. I've got two people joining me tonight to help us talk about the Let's, Let's Get To It album, which is a bit of a divisive album. Damien and Simon, welcome to the show. Hey, um, how are you going? Hey, Damien. Hey, Tim. Yeah, hi, Simon. Damien, this is your first time. Welcome. Simon, yeah, you're a bit you. of an old hand at this. <laughs> so what do we think about Let's Get To It? I mean, this album was... It's controversial amongst the fan community. Some people absolutely hold it up as, well, this was a turning point. This was what maybe even the peak of the PWL days. Other people say it's a bit of a filler album in between. So hard to know. Where, where do you guys both sit on that? Uh, when it first came out, I actually thought it was a filler album. I was really disappointed with the album. Wow. Yeah, um, uh, and I was, a, I was a hardcore fan. I felt like it was made by two different people, a dance artist and someone wanting to be soul i think in years to years to come i've actually sort of appreciated where it is and where it sits in her landscape and i and i think um it whilst the dance tracks um do sort of jump out at you and and they are quite good and sampling is is impeccable on this record a lot Um, of sampling isn't there damien a lot there's a lot of sampling (laughs) We'll get to that, um, uh, but I do think that she. I do think that some of the um, without this record, they would know that she wouldn't have had, you know, the foundations for the Kylie Minogue album, um, using you know male backing singers for the first time, where you could hear them prominently, is is a big thing. And let's get to it. And it's it actually is quite a well-rounded record. Um, you are right; it is a divisive record, and people do have issue with the record so she grew from this so much you're right damien as a kylie fan who knows the narrative of her journey her career journey i think this album when you listen to it as a fan who knows that story you can you can actually feel the wrestle i mean you can feel the wrestle in even the lead mm. single there's two different mixes of it one is is sort of sexy and soulful the summer breeze mix which was on the australian album the other one is is you can see mike um pete waterman all over it he's he's determined to have this pop uh sound the, the the traditional pop sound the video clip he was furious about people aren't going to believe kylie is a whore all this sort of stuff you can, and then throughout the the album you can see the soulful bits and you can hear the the pop trying to cut through yeah. it it's, it's quite interesting yeah. to listen to from that perspective yeah i read um somewhere where um he was you know writing one night or something and he'd go upstairs and literally come run running down and he'd write it down and kylie would have it the next morning it was commonly known that you know he he he's very much an ideas man and he had uh he'd come up with an idea and said this is a great one and he'd come down and say okay we're doing this well this is a great song title let's do this Mm. and Mm. i think this was the first album where she had turned around and said well actually no i want to sound like this yeah i i want to I want to sample, you know, I, I want to sample, you know, Shay Jones on right here, right now. I want to sample different this genres. Yeah. And she just, and I think it was just one of those records that 
um, it broke the Stock Aiken Awardman mold because they had never been told before by an artist mm-hmm. what to do. Yeah. They had told artists what to do. She was overshadowing yeah. them yeah. by this stage. And I also yeah. think it's interesting. She definitely, in Rhythm of Love era, started to get the sense that, hang on, I could be a club uh, then this mysterious Angel K, I believe, was born out of that feeling. The Angel K, she yeah. actually set up, I'm Angel K, and that's where the, the B-sides, they weren't actually intended to be B-sides, as I understand it. Do You Dare and yeah. Closer. If you listen to those, I believe they represent where Kylie felt she needed to be. But it was totally different to what she had been doing. But, you know, I just love anything that the woman does, you know. Um <laughs> We're about to go through track by track on Let's Get To It. But, Damien, as an album, as a whole, this has a feel, doesn't it? There is a feel to Let's Get To It. There is. A, it's, a, it's a much more groovier, mm. uh, more adult feel than, say, um, the, hit, the very hit-driven Rhythm of Love. Um, Rhythm of Love was a, 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 an album that was crafted in half in dance world, half in hits world. It was, it was quite deliberate. And it's... And it and it works, and that's why this record is is a lot smoother. It's a lot more adult. Her vocals are a lot more challenged than they have been in previous records, where she had shown off her range a little bit better with this record. Yeah, she had a lot of different um, sounds and um, tunes and melodies, and and they're all enough for us. They were all really catchy. You know, I, I remember listening to them, and you know, each of them one by one. And even though the the word is out, you know, um, the whole album um, is has nostalgic songs. You know, and and the duet she did with Keith was. Um, she she had a hand in writing that as well, so mm. you know that was a great song. I loved that one too. So it's, as a, a, it's a weird it's a weird thing because this album came out when I was in year twelve in high school, and it was the soundtrack to my year twelve. So every time I this is hear your age, so is it, Damien? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm showing my age here. Three but, unit but, English. <laughs> let's get to yeah. it. <laughs> well, no, it, well, that, it kind of was. You know, it was kind of three unit English, three unit arts, well, three unit music. That's what and, it is. That's what it yeah. is for us. Yeah. How do yeah, I know it's, there it's was kind of like, English uh, in there? I don't even know you, Damien. But as an uh, album, you know, we've got the, the new Jack Swing influences of R&B. Uh, before we get into track by track, I'd love to talk about the cover because for me, this was um, it was a German photographer who actually created this cover. I absolutely still to this day i i love this cover it's mysterious to me i still don't know what she was what the men standing over is supposed to mean but the lips they stand out to me too because that was the first time i actually oh. noticed hmm i think she's starting to do a little bit of stuff with her <laughs> face even though it looked fantastic i'm not judging yeah. but the lips are massive in this on this cover she it's loves lips you you <laughs> love lips too tim you you got lips on yours as well <laughs> what you think <laughs> you reckon i've got big lips too no, no, on the cover, the photos. She oh. loves, Kylie loves yeah, Kylie. <laughs> the symbol for our Kylie. channel you're talking about. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. thought you were accusing yeah. me of having injectables there. No, so. no, like, <laughs> uh, Kylie, Kylie loves to pout. and Well, not she doesn't pout in pictures, but mm. she just loves pictures of it. <laughs> and Damien, the it, was re- it was such a great cover done by Jürgen Teller, I think it was. Um, and... Uh, even the dress, the, you know, everything about the whole cover is, is sort of high fashion. Yeah. It was high gloss. It was very, very uh, sort of street 
English Vogue at the time and yeah. um, very 60s inspired as well, which mm. was a really big thing, um, in fact, a big current trend in fashion at the time and, and yeah. especially in the clubs. And you just look at the, 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 the photography inside, the actual yes. booklet. Yes. Oh, just stunning, stunning images, Beautiful. stunning, um, very sort of minimalist but still really striking and effective. And it's just, it, it's just a great... It's just a great. It's actually one of my favorite covers. She gives it the whole package, doesn't she? When she does, yes. it doesn't matter what she does. She does the whole package, and it's done always, always with class and yeah. and sophistication. And you know, she's just so classy, isn't she? Mm. I don't know if I'm overanalyzing it, but she she had an interview around that time when she was recording for Let's Get to It, where she said, "I wasn't allowed to look left. I wasn't allowed to look right. I was blinking." Yeah. This is the first album cover where she's not looking directly into the camera. It just also yeah. looks like the first album cover that she's actually done her. She's actually had an input in, and it's it's a stunning it's stunning artwork. One of the classics. Uh, let's start going mm. down uh, track by track. Obviously, we have the lead single sure. "Word Is Out," uh, a, Pete, a stock and Pete Waterman song. Uh, as I say, uh, w when the video clip came out, a lot of people say it was controversial and parents were outraged. I don't remember that. People people say it, but I think that was more of a media thing. It wasn't that shocking, was it? No, uh, no. I think at the time she, you know, it was more to do with the fact that it was a, a sheer outfit and. Um, it made her look trampy um, in in the eyes of but very conservative media. But I, I loved it. Wasn't that? I bad. loved it. And, but, I thought but it was great. It was also the single. It's worth mentioning that it was the video clip that sort of started the real conversation about is Madonna uh, is Kylie trying to be Madonna? I mean, even yeah. the little boy in the clip, "Open Your Heart." There's a, there's a comparison there. The, the the type of outfit, wanting to use sex to sell music, a, a lot of things. This video clip, I think it was a lot of things. But I think they executed it really well. Davina McCall was I, in it, her, one of her best yeah. friends. Well, Davina McCall was like the socialite, the, the bad girl socialite at the yep. time, and I think I don't actually think that did her any favors mm -hmm. at the time. But at the at you know in, at the same time it is an it's it's a great snapshot video and something that hadn't been done by before by her she'd done the cutesy she'd done the fire she'd done the you know half naked yeah. woman she'd done the she'd done the fashion shoot she'd done shops yeah, yeah. which is a whole load of things all in one she'd done <laughs> locomotion this is this was completely different mm -hmm. and I think it was the first time fans sort of went okay these are mini movies. And they're all different, mm. which yeah. I, I think that's why fans actually like the video and defended the video with vigor. Pete Waterman still to this day talks about how yeah, he think it was he thinks it was an error in judgment. There you go. But one quick question mm. about Word Is Out before we move on to track two: Summer Breeze mix or the British version? British um, version. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna go with British as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You traitors. Me, Summer Breeze, I'll, I'll go for it all the time. We want to know what people think, so leave a comment under this podcast, which version of Word is out. Uh, tells the story better. We move on to track two. Give me just a little more time. Now, this caused uh, magazine article after magazine article, mainly because of the infamous push-up bra. Yes. By the yeah, way, chicken yeah. fillets. <laughs> yes, for chicken fillets. That's right. What's going on with Kylie's bazoom? That's the, the mm. type of headlines we I were mean, getting at the time. What a way to bring out your boots. Good. Yeah. Uh, well, I just I thought think... it was a, a great video, and then that, then they used it in a, a watch commercial in the UK, and it just flew. 
the, the you know the record just went nuts whatever she does she does it with class i say it again you know if it's done classy she doesn't look bad right. but you know <laughs> no nah. did she do this before or after that boy band that made a shot by shot remake oh yes i have it's um, unbelievable i couldn't I, believe my eyes I when saw i saw a bit this. of it I think it was that band yeah. um, with Robbie. Wasn't it Robbie Williams's? What take, are they called? Take, um, take that. Take, yeah, could it take that. that. I think it was could it be take magic. That. Yeah, mm. I mean, could it be magic. Yeah, but I what think there's a connect. Yeah, I don't know. There's a connection. So I weird. think Danny's connected. Mm. And yeah, of course, I, we, we can't. I agree we, with Simon, we can't let this one go by without the brrr, like that wasn't it. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. She, she's fascinated um, by the fans being fascinated by that sound. <laughs> yeah. She shouldn't be. She shouldn't be. <laughs> because it was peculiar. It's genius. <laughs> it's genius. Yeah. yeah. Um genius. that that purr, that purr <laughs> is just um it's it's a it's a sign in the song, you know, it's a it's a calling. I don't know what it is, it's just perfect. You get to start the <laughs> standard mix with that sound. Yeah. It's a very special mm. moment. Can we move to track three? Too much of a good thing. Uh mm. I always wonder too I think her vocals are too soft thing. in this track, but uh, there you go. But it's a great track. Yes. Just wonder why her totally. vocals are so soft. You can definitely hear Miriam Stockley in the background, and you can hear Kylie. And it's they haven't really mixed the vocals too well, but um, legend has it it was a dance track that Stockhake and Waterman had put together, and she had p helped put together, and they were going to release it as some sort of underground track. And then it Angel just K. was so strong they kept it. Yeah, yeah, mm. they just kept this this track and. Um, Rushed yeah. it onto the record. Is this the one with the um, with the alleged sample from Janet Jackson? Yes, I think so. Yes. Yeah, I think you enjoy. I this hope as you enjoy this as much as I do. Yeah. 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 And I think there's some sort of moaning samples um, from a couple of sort of New York underground sort of salt and pepper esque type. Yes, that's it. That is salt and pepper. There's nothing yeah. better than a good moaning sample, I've got to say. And I can never think and of too much true. of a good thing without thinking of the Let's Get to It tour, of Let's course, too. Yeah. Because wow, that routine was um yeah, a real up yours to anyone who wanted to yeah. pigeonhole her as a as a pop puppet. We'll go on to Finer Feelings track four and single Ooh. three. Uh, no, actually I think it was single four, to be honest. I think if you were with me now came it was a Christmas yes. single from memory down in the UK. Um, but Finer Feelings is track four nonetheless. This was also remixed for the single version, wasn't it? Yeah, it was done by um, uh, the the guys who wrote "Confide in Me" for her. Ironically, this was um, their first uh, Joe Seaman and, together, wasn't it? and yeah, it was the, um, David Brothers in Rhythm. Um, I actually prefer the Brothers in Rhythm version because it just sounds so complete. Um, it sounds like a, a, just such a beautiful mix of electronica and um, her voice and that sort of sort of yeah. sorrow classical sound. And it's just oh, it that. The, the video is stunning she's in paris yeah. it's just uh yeah everything about that track is just amazing and the packaging yeah, because I there was a 12 inch mix which is just haunting and and beautiful mm, I, yeah. I love that i just I, I just love the song it has a, a very you know special place in the album as well you know i think it's just it makes the album as well i, I just love the song 
Track five on the album is If You Were With Me Now. Now, this is a duet with Keith Washington, who fans allege has never been heard of again since, and probably <laughs> probably the fans are right. She's, he's a bit of a mystery Sorry, figure that. like Jazzy P, I've got to say. If You Were With Me Now is, is beautiful, though, isn't it? And the video clip, stunning as well. Another, another class act. Yeah, apparently yeah. she met him for the first time on the video, which I think was quite quite amazing. I heard they um, didn't they even put, they meet re- on the video. Were they together in that video clip? I know they didn't record it I, together. No, oh, I can't well, tell you. I don't know. Uh, they didn't record it together, but there's um, apparently he had shown up for his part, ah. and they wanted to reshoot something for her, and ah. they met for the first time. And she, <laughs> yes, as she oh, was wow. shooting. She was shooting up the part with the scarf on her head, and um, it was being done by the same production company. So she went in and shot her part and met him and apparently that was the only time she'd seen him you know and, and she had a hand in writing this song as well so mm. you know some of the lyrics come from her yeah and even the cover of the the, the single is a really big picture of her kneeling down With a um, star, and I think there's this tiny this is yeah and there's this tiny little picture of him in the corner um <laughs> yeah so i remember it was black of, wasn't it i think i owned yes, about four it was. copies of that yeah yeah i think i still own four copies of that one. um <laughs> It did have a killer B-side, though. Yeah, well, the B-side so, was, I guess, I like it like that, wasn't it? Exactly. And that's, yes. that was that was a number one dance track for her yes. pretty much oh, she everywhere. Had, yeah. Number one, number one, number one on the dance charts. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. Was just, yeah. that was an amazing killer song, too, mm. see? And I, I remember hearing it for the first time and going, she's not, in it, she's not in it very much. She's not in it very much. But then again, I was, you know, 17 and wanting her to sing the whole thing get out of the way keith just step aside would <laughs> yeah. you? this is this isn't your exactly. album <laughs> exactly <laughs> sorry mate you gotta go yeah that's it <laughs> uh then we come yeah. to the title track let's get to it now i love this track and it, and of course mm. this is the that you referred to it before simon there's an acoustic version she does as part of the package yeah. of let's get to it uh concert um yeah beautiful and i i really like this track i think it's sounding a little bit dated these days i'd love to see it updated i'd like to see this particular track remixed and updated for now by someone by 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 a great remixer that's happening right now that would be that would yeah really work for yes, me because we've heard an acoustic yeah we've heard an acoustic version obviously from the let's get to a tour we've heard a live version from the let's get to a tour we've had an album version what about something really different like a like a, a a harder dance version or you know something with that's that's bigger and bolder then we come to track seven. Now, this is the first time she released a song by this name, right here, right now. Very poppy. Mm, and yeah. I, I always think it's the, it's, the, it's the genuine cousin of track eight, which is Live and Learn. So maybe we'll talk about these two together, because I truly, they live go together for me somehow. Right here, right now, and Live and Learn. What do we make yeah. of this? Right here, right now would probably be one of my favourites on the record, full stop. Um, yeah. I know it's a complete rip-off of Are You Gonna Be There by Shay Jones, I'm well aware that it's basically the instrumental of that track with her new singing over the top. I loved that track anyway. <laughs> I love Kylie's version. <laughs> I think it's genius. I think it's very clever the way they've mixed what was a very, very big club track at the time um, yeah. and sampled it heavily for this track. I think oh, her phrasing, yeah. everything about it, brilliant. Live and Learn, Yet You're Right is the Cousin. Um, I don't think it's as strong, but I, th- I think right here, right now, is just, to be quite honest, it's one of the highlights of the record. Now, it should have been a single. Yeah. This is a really good example of when sampling goes right. And um, 
it, it that that right here right now the the this version of right here right now is such a great it should have been higher up on the record it's just it's one of those oh, i'm hearing your passion i mean you love this track <laughs> oh, don't you I love yeah. it because i think it's it was exactly it was the bridging the gap between this record and her in dance culture yeah this was exactly what yeah. was being played in the clubs it was very much I think it was put out by the original was put out by Defected ba- back in '91, and yeah, yeah and uh, by Shay Jones, and that you know you can listen to the original on YouTube, and it it's just it's just one of those tracks that I just thought, yep, yeah. first time I heard it, I was like, this is great. Then we move uh, through to track nine, which is uh, the beautiful "No World Without You." The track, the album track, is consistent uh, on all the versions of this around the world, but there is a a more uh, a, a more stripped back version of No World Without You 2. Um, beautiful little track, this one, and really showcases uh, her voice at the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was, it, I, I think it was, um, a, a love, I call it a more ballad, um, but it was just really um, nostalgic and also it, it reminded me of some previous ballads. It's also a really good track, just in the, it just before the end of the record where it just you, you, you've got, had all this electro yeah Perfectly you've had all this electronics and you've had all this you know all these dance beats and 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 pop beats and then there's this and then it sort of goes wow and you go wow not only can she sing but this is it's it's a beautiful melody it just calms yeah. you it calms you down yeah i i agree and then of course yeah. it leads into that Get ready for this. Uh, build yeah. up to. I guess I like it like that. The closing track. Yeah. Let's get to it. What do we make of yeah. this track? Because this was really yeah. even for this album, which was already different. I remember when I came to that track, going, "Wow, that is real '90s stuff right there." Love it. Yeah, it's a great. It's it's one of those tracks that I I would be hard to convince that you could put on in any dance club now. Um, and people would still not be able to dance to it. It's just, it's one of those club tracks that everybody knows, well, everybody in dance culture knows. And How does it go again? Can you just do it? Dun, 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 dun. It's like, hey, no. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yeah. And she really belts that out in the live version too. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's just, a, it's just a great song and it's fun and it's the best way to, leave off the leave the record with it's yeah. her sort of sayonara to the stock Aiken waterman years it, ironically not the last song she recorded for stock Aiken waterman but because of those bonus it. tracks for the um, greatest hits you're talking about there yeah well um the celebration was supposed to be on let's get to it according to pete waterman and mike stock said no it wasn't um <laughs> which i which i find that weird i can't hmm. i can't see celebration being on no um, no, don't do no, it. Don't ever do no. it, Kylie. If you rebrand and repackage, um, don't do it. Doesn't I, fit. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it fits the record. Um, Pete Waterman's adamant that it was supposed to be on the record. Wow. Um, well, it wasn't. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, he has an imagination. He um, does rewrite history. That man. I, I have nothing but respect does. for him. But every time he tells a story, including "I Should Be So Lucky" and how it came to be, it, the, the time frames change. What she was doing in the waiting room changes. How often she came back yeah. changes. Like it's like just, just yeah. He he can spin a yarn. Do we have any information yep. about uh, chart positions and about um, uh, yeah how this fared in the commercial world? Um, it didn't fare very well at all. Um, 
in the commercial world yeah. in both. I think uh, in, Australia, um, in it, Australia, it didn't even go platinum. I think it went no, gold is my recollection. Yeah. Yep. Oh, this is I mean, an important album for a completely different reason. I actually also remember mm. a headline at the time, Kylie Faces Failure, and it was a fascinating interview with her, actually. It was very honest. It said, for Kylie, who up to that point, everything she touched turned to gold, this was the first time that it certainly couldn't have been called a failure. It was not a failure, but by her, her lofty standards, this wasn't up there. So it was an interest, and it, she was very honest in her responses, too. She said, yeah, I... You know, I get why people well, um, criticise me because it's so hard to get uh, a hit. From a standpoint, I think this record holds the test of time for me with a lot of the dance tracks. And I think they stand up better than, say, the pop tracks for me because um, I listen to them and go, oh, that takes me back to year 12. Um, yeah, <laughs> electronica. A lot of nostalgia and, for you. And I've got to say that... Um, Again, I, I say this with all her albums. If you want to really understand Let's Get To It, listen to it from beginning to end in order the way it was meant to be because you will really yeah. get a sense. It takes you on a bit of a journey and it's definitely got this beautiful feel to it as a, as a package, which I... And, and I then, yeah, you're absolutely right, Tim. And if you do that, if you do what Tim says, I can guarantee you'd listen to it again and then you will listen to it again after that and then it will become yeah. a very favourite um, album the bonus tracks oh yeah you know do you dare closer say the word and um and obviously the brothers and rhythm remix up fun feelings because i've created my own sort of itunes playlist of that record <laughs> so <laughs> there's no way i'm 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 losing i'm leaving leaving that out but and i really i'm yeah. glad you mentioned say the word it. because that's that's a brilliant mm. track and those clubby uh tracks that you mentioned there yes people have got to get their hands on those and have a listen um they're, oh, they're really dare. interesting tracks to yeah. listen to Damien and Simon, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, <laughs> let's get to it. See you, See friends. you next time. That period, I, I, I didn't know what I was at that time. In retrospect, looking back at that track, it wasn't successful. But I don't think it was a mistake and I don't regret it because I learned a lot during that period.